Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 133 to 119, the Suns do win two games in a row. Jake, how you doing tonight? Was this a good victory, or am I a little delayed? Is this sound no, okay? no, it's coming through. Okay, great. Uh, All right, awesome. Yeah, you're coming through just like the Suns came through tonight, except now I just lost you on video, so I hope I'm still live, uh, Suns Jam fans. I'll just continue to uh, hold down the fort and... Uh... <laughs> Is Lissy gone for everybody else? Okay, you hear me. Okay, it is just me. Okay, so <laughs> sorry about. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I I legit thought it was just like me hanging out by myself there for. Um, well, while uh, right, Lissy gets set now? up, oh, can yeah, I can hear off? yes, loud and clear again. This is such bullshit. Hold on one second, live from the Footprint Center, baby Bash and Matthew Lissy. It's, it's the Bash attack, he's taking all the uh, the audio from you there, Matthew. All I want to know is before we get this thing started, as we've already gotten this thing started, is where is was her name, Meg? Uh, from the last episode that was very upset with all of your all right, lies. Can you hear me at all? I can hear you perfectly. Can you not hear me at all? Check. Check. Yeah, I hear you. Good. This is coming through loud and clear. Yeah. Sorry, this is so creepy now. I don't know if we can hear you, though. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right, awesome. Is the intro still playing? This is, I, Jamsters, Jake, I apologize. This is just a miserable start to the podcast. I was having some te- technical difficulties, and I think now we're seeing each other. I think John, did John come in actually for a little bit? Oh, he's right behind me right now. Yeah, I was going to say, John is here. Do you see him creeping right now? Yeah, he's creeping right there. Yeah. So, Jake, thank you for holding it down while I got things figured out. 
John. I don't know how well I did. His nephew yeah. are hanging out before. I don't even know how they got in here. I guess they could just waltz right in. But I thought actually he jumped on to actually save the day for a little bit. But now we're live. Now we're ready to go. I can hear you. You can hear me. Jamster that's still hung around. I really appreciate it. Tonight the Suns did win 133 to 119. Um, the intro did play maybe twice, so we're not going to do that again. Uh, Jake, tonight game was interesting, right? Beal coming back, not really having a solid stat line, but playing a lot of minutes, right? He didn't really seem as, you know, fluid as the rest of the guys. But what you saw from the rest of the team, it was pretty impactful, right? They they played a pretty good game tonight, right? Are we pretty happy? Oh, yeah. You, you know, I think there was a lot of, um, you know, we've, we've just been so waiting for this ball to drop in terms of getting the big three on the court for an entire game. And, um, uh, you know, Bradley Beal playing 29, you know, over 29 minutes uh, tonight. I think exactly what he needed because he, he played it all and he apparently is healthy at the end of the uh, at the end of the game. This is an amazing yes. video right now, by the way, for all those paying attention to the YouTube version. Yes. Um, but uh, no, uh, Kevin Durant, 38 plus minutes, Devin Booker, 36 minutes. And guess what, Suns fans? They all left the court healthy and we got the win. Uh, if the, the, I mean, yes, the stat line wasn't perfect. Six points, seven assists. Uh, but hey, I'll take that as he works his way back into finding out how he's supposed to play within this offense. Uh, and I think I think that was kind of expected, wasn't it, Matthew? That he, he's yeah. he's kind of he's played what like three four games so far this season, and he's still okay. And each time it's kind of I think only one time did he play with the rest of the big three, and it was for what five minutes, and he's trying to figure out how to play with them. So uh, now yeah. he finally got a full game under his belt and. Looks like everyone's healthy. Yeah, you know, and uh, just again, really quick, I know you had to put up with our bullshit over here at the jam session where John's in the background <laughs> eating some. I think it's more Russ's pretzels, but also he had a beer, so he's drinking and driving tonight. Jake, you'll probably never come on again when I ask you to. I hope you actually stick with us the rest of the pod. Um, but I totally agree. I think what the Suns did last game where they kind of, you know, revamped things. They got back into, like, the, the mode of winning. You know what I mean? Because I think the game before that, we can kind of see like things were really getting to them, right? There was kind of like a frustration that was kind of built, whether you want to believe it or not, there was something there for sure. They kind of extinguished that last game tonight, though. They kind of ran away, away with things. I think the way that the Hornets kind of held it together from the three-point line, kept them in the game, which was kind of frustrating at times. Uh, but before we get any further, I want to go ahead and bring out Biscuits and the Bear to donate $14 in the chat. So shout out to him. I am on my tiny phone. I would bring it up in the chat. But I don't want my fat fingers to end this thing. And then Jake's just like, you know what? Last time I ever did this shit. Um, but you know what? Um, I'm probably not going to play too many drops. But I do want to talk about the game that um, that um, Eric Gordon did have. The last few games, he's really been hitting from behind the heart. He's 21 points tonight. And I think you saw him the second quarter with Saban Lee entering the game. Um, the way that Saban Lee was actually feeding everybody, making sure that everybody was you know, hands-on, that was awesome, right? I think Saban Lee and Eric Gordon coming off the bench tonight were huge. I think Saban Lee only had the three assists, but you can see his impact, right? So between Eric Gordon and Saban Lee coming off the bench and really holding things down, you can sense that that bench is kind of forming. So my first question to you, I'm not going to put the drop, is what happened to um, Jordan Goodwin? And is it weird that he's just not playing now because Saban Lee is kind of a thing? Is that strange? Well, yeah, and and shout out to the Aussies. Uh, Oi, Matty, mate, I've got hey. to ask. 
Uh, 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 that, that's my impersonation of, uh, of, yeah, of Boyd from Aussie Suns fans. It sounds just like him, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've got to ask. Um, yeah, no, it was a little bit weird seeing uh, uh, one minute, uh, yeah, just uh, over one minute from Goodwin tonight. You know, I, I kind of look at him as the defensive guard off the bench, um, and we saw a lot more Saban Lee over 14 minutes. Eric Gordon, I tell you what, I think we all wish at some point that we could talk to our boss uh, the way Eric Gordon essentially uh, did the uh, – was it about yes. four or five days ago? Just being like, I want to be featured more. And then, okay, we'll see what you can do. Oh, he drains threes from everywhere uh, when he's featured more. So uh, Eric Gordon uh, playing absolutely fantastic. And I think Saban Lee has uh, realized kind of what a lot of Suns fans have been talking about is these role play- players need to know when to attack and not just stay behind the three-point line. Uh, we saw it with Yuta, uh, KBD, uh Nazi little a little bit is that they just like to sit out there and just swing the ball back around. Where's Durant? Where's Booker? And and that's their role, except if they, you know, get an offensive rebound or something. But uh, Saban Lee goes, no, 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 I'm not hitting the three very well right now. I'm going to drive and either take the shot at the uh, basket. And he was getting fouled uh, and, and drawing contact or dishing out and getting some assists or at least creating and pulling that defense in to the interior so those guys for open shots on the perimeter actually have the open shots. And uh, it was at um, uh, Eddie Johnson was talking about that a lot tonight. That's what Saban needs to do. That is his bread and butter. Drive in, try and draw contact. If you don't get it, dish off to that open three-point shot. And, yeah, and it's good to see. Maybe that can rub off on some of these players, too. I, I feel like other than him, it's Grayson Allen and Booker are the only ones that really do it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that um, Saban kind of probably listened to everybody. I think at, in preseason, he was kind of ball hoggy a little bit, right? He was basically trying to get his own every game, and it was really frustrating because I always saw something in Saban. I know he's a pretty good defender tonight. He had a, he had a few steals, and he was helping out the, the defense by just kind of shutting down Wazir at times, even though Wazir could not miss, man. I know a lot of those shots were wide open from the Hornets, but – those guys were absolutely shooting like nuts. I think it was 51% from behind the three-point line. The Suns did shoot 63%. Um, but, I mean, the Hornets just kind of wouldn't go away. I think it was – it looked like a blowout, but it really kind of wasn't. It was kind of like, oh, here we go again. You know, the, the Hornets got down to 10 points, 12 points in the fourth quarter with about five minutes left. But then the Suns kind of pulled away. Um, I think that uh, what Saban could do is really bring that defensive intensity off the bench, but also – he was a good passer, and I saw that before. And he just needs to really trust it because I think a few times tonight he would have, like you said, took those threes, but he didn't because he has guys like Eric Gordon he can hit. So, like, there was one play where he just missed them. I kind of took a little running shot, missed that one. Then the next the next possession, he made sure to get Aaron Gordon that good look. And I said Eric Gordon. I did write the preview for Brightside, and I put that it was Aaron Gordon starting tonight, not Eric Gordon. So I think we all wish we had Aaron Gordon, but uh, I'll take Eric Gordon. Not the, not the, um, the, the master of slam dunks, yeah. It no, much more, yeah. We want the Hobbit, the Hobbit launching those threes. Yeah, that, that leads me to my next question. The way that the, uh, the Hornets came out tonight, uh, I think 11 of their first 13 points were in, um, you know, 10 of their first 13 points were at the rim in the paint. So right away, you kind of felt the Suns' offense was really grooving, but the defensive end, like, they could not stop anybody. So I like Grayson starting. I really do. But right now, like, is your mind is your mind set on this starting lineup going forward if they stay healthy? Or do you want someone maybe a little bit bigger? You want kind of like that power forward there at the four. 
to start for the Suns to kind of help defensively, or is this this just going to be a thing all season until they figure things yeah. out? You know, at this point, exactly. I, I'm going to have to take the, uh, the 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 easy answer and say I think it's a thing all season. And it's going to be matchup dependent. Um, Josh Kogi out tonight uh, wasn't feeling it and uh, apparently played through injury last game and got uh, got a little injured and banged up in the Mavericks game. Uh, you know, he's he's really. If there's a defensive specialist on our team, it's Josh Okogi. And uh, I don't think you probably were able to hear, hear the uh, Bradley Beal um, uh, postgame interview on the court. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they talked to him a little bit. Of it and he's like, oh, you know, just trying to figure out my way in this offense, trying to play aggressive, feeling good. Uh, and he said, "Our, uh, you know, our f- offense was great tonight. And it was. I mean, it's, it's amazing how close this game was when I tell you that the Suns shot uh, 62.2% and 60% from three. That is astronomical, but yes. as you point out, fifty percent from three by the Hornets and uh, forty-seven point eight from field goal. So they're actually shooting better from three than anywhere else. Um, it's uh, and that's what I mean when Bradley Beal and I, it was referenced in the chat. Um, Bradley Beal goes, mm, "Our defense was mm, trash." <laughs> like he just mm, <laughs> it was trash. Like I mean, it, you could tell he was still kind of having fun with it. He's not like you know. It wasn't a LeBron answer. You know, we're going to play better defense. It was terrible and stuff like that. Beal was like, yeah, we can't do this against real teams. <laughs> like it was just no. very much like an admission of this was crap. Um, and uh, and so hopefully, you know, it's a little bit gelling. You got defense because it's so much more team structured, right, than, than individual. You can have individual specialists, but – you know, they can't do it by themselves and, and it really draws them back. And I think we saw that a little bit with Grayson Allen. He was considered a great defender. It was much more because uh, Milwaukee Bucks team defense made the whole system work. So I think as the starting lineup continues to gel, as at least the big four continue to know where each other are on the court at all times, that defense should improve. I don't know if we're going to get a Frank Vogel special uh but i will say this it was kind of amazing seven days ago today uh uh darth voida john voida said hey doc rivers what do you think about living in phoenix so uh what a difference seven days makes uh suns fans that uh, i think we're we're starting to see a little bit of sunshine on the horizon again for this team i think so too and i want to kind of get your take to going back to last game i know right now um we're excited we're on a two-game win streak. And you don't really want to bring up the past at all, but I kind of want to get your thoughts on how things kind of shook out. Like, I think the Suns hurt. I think Kevin Durant heard the fan base and everybody. It was just a little worried about the frustration that we might see on the team and their body language on the court. Do you think um, they heard and that they just responded? They knew, like, hey, we got to come out. I mean, Kevin Durant had his first triple-double as a Phoenix Sun, and he, you know, absolutely tore it up last game. Tonight was great as well, but... I just think that this this team is listening. They know how badly they need some wins, but also like the frustration part. Did you believe that at all? Was that something that you're like, oh yeah, Kevin Durant looks frustrated? Is this really an out? Is he trying to get out of Phoenix? Was that oh, anything? No, I, I agree with um, I agree with John Voida uh, as he you enters should. the chat. Uh, <laughs> Where yeah. are you in no. a pool? <laughs> oh, he's in the carpool. Uh, Carpool Lane. Uh, no, but Voida was 100% right when he said Kevin Durant should be frustrated. Uh, every Suns play- player should have been frustrated. Frustrated doesn't mean you want out. Frustrated means you're frustrated with what is currently happening and you 
want better for you and those around you. And I think if if I was watching the bench a little bit tonight, especially at the end of the game, man, Durant looked like he was having the biggest belly laugh, and Booker was telling jokes, and uh, and, and Beal was there, and Nurkic was sitting there laughing. And this did not look like a frustrated trade me to the Golden State Warriors for a bag of peanuts and some other crap that I was seeing on uh, on Twitter that, well, I mean, we could get something for him. So, no, I think he was frustrated, and I think that was accurate. I saw Woj say he was frustrated. I didn't hear Woj say he wants out. And that's the key difference is that you can be mad with what you're, where you're at because you expect to do better, and I think that's where they were at. How many John, what's up? Wetzel's pretzels could you get for Kevin Durant? How many Wetzel's pretzels did you have tonight, man? Your Wetzel's pretzels Never creep, enough. right? <laughs> I know. No I can know. you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, you're good. And uh, really quick, John, don't watch the first five minutes of this pod. Oh, I'm stalking you behind you, waiting don't. to bomb you. And yeah, it was I, I was literally behind you as you were like saying expletives. Like, oh, yeah. shit, trying to get this thing to work. But <laughs> you know what? You landed the plane. You landed the plane. All right, what's going on, man? Not much, uh, How man. are you doing? Good game. Great game. Look at that final score. Yeah, great game. I got a couple takeaways I want to talk about, but I want to introduce. This is nephew Matthew, Bull Bull number one fan. Bull Bull's What's number one. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Bull Bull, big minutes. Bull words. Today, but he didn't. Don't know what happened. <laughs> Where was the meaningful from, minutes for Bull Bull tonight? From Fresno, California. Apparently, it's a, a stronghold for Bull Bull uh, affiliates. Definitely. Uh, but what a game by Nurkic! What a fucking yeah. game by Nurkic! He was a man amongst men. He's the yeah, Bosnian. 24 and 15. Beautiful yeah. son of a bitch. Uh, and I will say this. Obviously, I'm not going to hang out very, very long. You guys got a beautiful show to do. Um, but obviously, I got roasted a little bit on Twitter today because I believe that Bradley Beal should come off the bench for the first few games because I think that's yeah. a good way to institute him back into the lineup and develop his minutes and give him what he needs to be successful as a human being and a basketball player. <laughs> but oh well, he had a he had a subpar game relative to the Bucks score. But he looked good. You know why? Because he allowed Devin Booker to play off ball. And off ball Booker is a good Booker. And that's all I know. And uh tell me what you saw, Matthew. Okay, I saw unacceptable perimeter defense. That's what I saw. Why are we like that? Terry Rozier yeah. dropped 40, 42, one point away from his career high, tying his career high. We cannot be letting that happen. So, and I'm not a big Nurkic believer, but the way he played today was amazing. Can it hold up against real big men and not Nick Richards? We'll see. But from the mouth of Ed. I think that's we got a, a new a Matthew. Strong analytical. Yeah, take. I was like, I think we got a replacement for me. <laughs> and his name's Matthew. Dude, he, well, first off, Bull Bull's not going to solve right? that perimeter defensive problem. <laughs> that was and that was impressive. Quiet. Yeah, John, did you have um, surgery on your mouth today, or what's going on? Things. <laughs> no, things are... I am oh. acting like I am Will Ferrell from one of his okay. SNL skits. Oh, okay. Goulet. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about Jake? We're Robert Goulet, right? No, not Robert Goulet. The one where he's the like American movie something, where he's bald and he's got a beard and he's like, 
Oh, I forget the name of the character. Oh, it, right. Yes. It's an actual show, and they were spoofing it. Yes. Like, it, it, the, it's about, like, this... traditional theater, or not traditional yes. theater, but, like, he was a theater guy, and he was, like, reviewing movies, and he'd be like, defensive re- rebounding. Some people say Yusuf Nurkic yes. is one of the greatest of all time. Yes. Explain. In 1955, <laughs> Bill Russell. Okay. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's phenomenal ability to rebound the ball. Yusuf <laughs> yes. Nurkic. Is he better? So we a, we is that where he falls game. off his chair every time? No. Is that where he like laughs? Oh, okay. He just kind of yeah, like looks like, yeah, off into is, the audience. There is <laughs> a spoof thing. But he's like, Tom Cruise, some people think that you're the most modern and most effective actor of your time. So we had a trivia game last night, and every every single card I read James just Lipton. like that. <laughs> I think it is James Lipton. James Lipton, yes. Joe, Legend Joey got it. James yeah. Lipton, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm doing at this time <laughs> so i gotta drive home but uh fuck i wish i was on the podcast i got so many things that i saw tonight that i want to talk about ah, and we play orlando next and we're gonna lose ah! but i'm gonna take you... off and i'm not gonna end the pod okay so. all right well thank you john thank you matthew thank you jam thank you, matthew. Thank you side matthew have a so... have a good rest of the night <laughs> side Bye. matthew i like it yeah, and uh, let's just talk about him. Nerkalicious definition make them boys go crazy. Oh. Well, not really quick. I think Nurk tonight really started out the game strong. Like, we, I think the Suns fed off of his energy. He was insane under the rim. I know it was just Nick Richards the whole time, but the way he just knows to dominate these guys, the two dunks he had early on, really set the tone, I feel like, for the Suns. And what I love is, like, he just keeps abusing all game long. Like, they can never have enough Nurk, right? If Nurk is in good position, they'll find him. I think third or fourth option, when the ball's rotating like that, he always looks like to have a good wide-open shot near the rim. I mean, tonight, it's just the way Nurk's been all season. And I wanted to get, after your take on Nurk, I want to talk about your top three favorite sons right now. Because I think Nurk is, my, Nurk, Nurk is my favorite. Okay. Nurk is by far my favorite Phoenix Sun. He's played almost every game, uh, unless, you know, the, the tragedy he had. I think he lost his uncle. Um, mm-hmm. But he's played every game. Don't look at the box score. That energy, uh, minus the voice cracks, he's been phenomenal, man. <laughs> what do you think? Man among boys, uh, especially the last. I mean, there, there was a, a moment. I, I feel like he started the season strong. And then had about a week or two where some people were like, well, maybe Aiden was still better. And then he kind of continued to wipe out that idea. So uh, overall, definitely, it it seems to, in my opinion, have been a successful trade for the Suns. Uh, Nurkic knows how to use his larger body, uh, which is just, I mean, it's old school basketball. It's fun to watch. And and it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, little guys get pushed around a little bit and it not be us for a change. I feel like I'm used to seeing, you know, the kind of uh, shorter guys or the, you know, like beanpole type Kevin Durant's like trying to get a rebound uh, against a larger opponent. And finally, we have somebody in the middle that takes up space. Uh, I mean, he's kind of like the, uh, a defensive tackle in football and that it's a little, you know, underappreciated. They absorb so many hits and so many blocks, but Nurkic is good at it. He's effective. He gets offensive rebounds, puts it back in, and he just controls the glass. And, yeah, 28 minutes, 24 points, 15 rebounds, a couple of blocks tonight. Um, It's just, yeah, this is a very productive fourth 
best player uh, on your roster. And, and, and honestly, I mean, obviously because of Beal's injuries, Nurkic has been playing like the third best player most of the season. So um, absolutely phenomenal job tonight. I don't know Nick Richards from Adam. All I know is that he's a professional basketball player and Nurkic made it look like he should not be. Um, so yeah, top three current sons right now. Hmm. I'm going to say Devin Booker. I'm going to say Grayson Allen. Uh, Cause that guy came in and uh, was it? He's second on the team in three-point percentage, and I think like fourth overall. He's right behind Durant, I know. Yeah, because Durant's uh, number takes, one in the league. Yeah, yeah so. and he, but he, he takes more than Durant, I think, does. And so Grayson Allen has really surprised me. I thought he was going to be, you know, kind of meh, you know, and just kind of a throw-in. Uh, he's really impressed me. Third favorite player right now after Booker and Grayson Allen is What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You know, I, I, it's it's easy to say Durant, but uh, Durant's not exactly the most fun like uh i, 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 <laughs> I, know, what I mean you know exactly yeah, I, know like, I, yeah. I absolutely do i absolutely love durant is he one of the best players of all time and not best player on this team absolutely he is one of all those things but like he's just kind of a quieter guy he goes about his business and yeah. he, he breaks your heart and he nails mid-range jumpers over your hand um and but you've got somebody like an azabuki just like grabbing a rebound and, and ripping the you know the backboard almost down um those guys are a little bit more fun so i don't know favorite third i think i think you're right i think nurkic would certainly be in that third for me right now in terms of just kind of that power play that he's been doing uh but uh don't worry Suns fans i'd have durant probably immediately following that yeah right after that but i'm with you on that that's my top three i think um lazy sasquatch and if you guys want to in the chat too jamsters the 71 of you watching uh thanks for hanging around i really appreciate it um like subscribe the pod go to watch jake's pod sun's planet every saturday morning right there's still doing saturday right. mornings unless yeah. they're in 12 hours and four minutes you can hear us recap the entire week not just this game beautiful yeah maybe john could join and give his takes on this game because i know oh, i don't know i don't know if we got enough room for him oh no you know. <laughs> okay some people well, say bradley beal <laughs> is one of the greatest guards of all time I wish I knew what the hell you guys are talking about. I <laughs> wish I knew what the hell was going on. It was just like it wasn't even like the character he did wasn't even necessarily like funny. It was just like <laughs> he, he he just made him that way. <laughs> well, I mean, after that, I think um, we could talk about Booker. I mean, I I think Booker really heated up there in the third quarter. Um, yeah. uh, are you down on Booker? I, I've seen some on Sun's Twitter say no. Um, Booker needs to take off the headband and and actually start making some shots and. And they were down on Booker, and and I feel like Booker's still very productive. He doesn't have perfect games, yeah. but yeah, he he's been good. So I don't know what this is, but I feel like every season it doesn't go in this order exactly. It's like Booker looks amazing sometimes, like he looks Kobe. Yes, sometimes like Michael Jordan. To me, I'm mm-hmm. just like this guy oh, has insane games. Yeah. We are on your feet watching at home. It's just like, what is this guy doing out there? He's just. He's a fucking miracle, but some, but then he'll have a couple games like that. Then he'll dip back down. His stats still look good, but it's never the same kind of quality games as he has in those instances where it's just like, oh, who is this dude, right? Is he a first-team mm-hmm. All-NBAer? Then he kind of like 
kind of shies away from that. Then the all-star game's coming up and it's like, well, is he going to be an all-star or not? It's always the same shit, right? So I just I just thought this season you would see a more elite book and it's kind of dipped down a little bit. I think um, maybe with the injuries. At least over the last deal, few weeks for sure. Yeah, yeah, it has. And I mean, it, it happens, right? You go through the little slumps, but he's still been incredible. I think tonight he did really, I mean, he was fucking great. 35 points, five for seven from three. He did hit like, what did he hit? Two or three in a row, three in a row in the third. Mm-hmm. Something crazy like that. Like he was just nonstop and uh, 10 for 10 from free throws. Uh, still pushing it to the rim and still getting his teammates involved with seven assists. Um, but after him, I think if you want to talk about Azubuke, he really didn't have a big game tonight with six minutes. But are you yeah, excited for this guy coming up? Yeah, I don't know. He had two blocks. Yeah, every time he came <laughs> in, block, block. But I was excited. Like I came here excited to watch him play. Like that's what yeah. we're talking about. Like our top players. It's like those are the kind of guys you want to watch. Like Azubuke just brought the just the intense like emotion back to the Suns lineup when he comes in. So I was excited to see him, but only six minutes tonight. And it, this is what happened. So, I mean, the first game he played, he got 21 or, I'm sorry, 11 points. I think he played 21 minutes. Then he played like maybe four, six minutes the next game. Then he came back, bigger minutes. Then tonight, six minutes again. Um, it's fine. Maybe they're just kind of working into it. But you think he's going to be the more stable force behind Nurk, even with Eubanks on the team? Ooh. I mean, right now, yeah, Eubanks didn't even get in. So he didn't even I, get it. it yeah, it, it's interesting right now. Um, I, I like how, uh, Jacob in the chat. Uh, Azu is like a big body Bismack. I, I like that description of it because, uh, you know, we probably don't ever want him taking a shot more than three feet from the rim. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, if he can get rebounds and play defense, that's really all we need. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, he's been an energy guy uh, uh, and, and just showing up and, and his yelling and, and, and kind of, you know, flexing on people and, and, you know, not just like tapping the rebounds out, but just going after him, you know, kind of violently. I love it. Like that, that's exactly what we need. And it kind of, because let's be honest, Booker Durant and, you know, to a degree Beal, but of course we haven't seen him play much are a little bit more on the finesse side. And that's not bad. They're super efficient at it. They'll, they'll, they'll you know, as we mentioned, we shot the lights out tonight. The lights out, Suns fans. We had trouble stopping them. They did nothing to stop us. The only thing that they stopped is them, nothing. They didn't stop us at all, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing yeah. that caused us to miss shots was because we can't make them all. And so, uh, no, I, I would say that it, it's it's nice to see kind of those those – you know, Reggie Evans types, those, uh, you know, Andre Drummond with the Bulls, just like somebody hungry to go play defense, rebound, and just kind of embarrass and, and, and uh, kind of kind of an enforcer. Um, you know, uh, uh, Grayson Allen, uh, uh, you guys have the drop for the, uh, you know, he's the fuck shit up guy. Uh, you know, Ozzy kind of likes to do that down low, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, he, he does. And I love his energy, even in interviews and stuff, man. You can just tell, like, he just has been waiting for this moment. Um, like you said, Grayson Allen is a fuck shit up guy. But those two, it's like you could trust them with the energy they're going to bring and that they care, right? Even through that little thing that they were going through where it was the three-game road or skid and you just could tell, like, the energy wasn't there. Those two guys you could still trust. Um, and there's there's other guys on the team as well um i think it, it really starts with um kevin durant really going down the line i think kevin durant showed last game that he really didn't care obviously um tonight 
he did good. He had fucking what five straight points really to end the fourth. I think the Suns were down by like ten points. Then he pushed them back up to fifteen really quickly. So that's the impact you can have. Um, I know he did play some big minutes last game and tonight as well. But with Beal coming back and stuff, I think when Beal starts to work his way into things, it's going to be nice. And I just think it's it's about a ten game mark that I'm looking for. I'm looking for the ten games with the big three and staying healthy. Is there a, a game or like is there five game instance that you need to see with this team, or is it just ten games? Because I need to see ten to twelve games to really get oh, yeah. wrap my head around this whole thing. 10 to 20. I mean, it's 10 to 20. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to say the rest of the season. I mean, that's what it is, but yeah, cause yeah. there's just so many different teams and, and different styles of play right now. And so, uh, you know, I, I think in a five game stretch, we're not going to see it because, you know, at Bradley and Booker and Durant are still kind of looking at each other. Like, are you going to take this one or uh, you, yeah. me, him, him, me, kind of like night at the Roxbury. Him, me, <laughs> yeah. him, 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 me. You, no, 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 don't worry about it. Like, you, oh, you do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that, that's essentially, essentially what it is right now. So, uh, no, I, I think that the more, when they start getting there, you're, we're going to see turnovers come down. We're going to see defense uh, improve because they won't have to know, oh, there he is. He's open. Here's the ball. They won't have to say, I better help out because I don't know where they are. No. I know where he is. He's there. He can stay in front of his person. Um, you know, uh, here, you know, Booker will be driving. So there it is behind the back and easy pass. So I'm looking for an, a, a slow, you know, stock market style improvement from the big three over the next 10 to 20 games. That's what I want to see is an improved efficiency from those three. And, and so that, yeah, I, I disagree with the John to a degree. I don't think um, Bill should have come off the bench because Beal's going to be in the starting lineup with the big three hornets aren't a good team right now they had a lot of injuries throw them in the deep end with the other two and it's let's start ripping the band-aids off now um as opposed to starting him on the bench seeing if he's effective and then trying to then take another few games to try and work him in because it's different when you're playing with different guys but um yeah it, it, it it'll be a little bit of a run i think for uh until we see you know peak big three ability yeah, I think so too. Um, and you know, coming up next, we have New Year's Eve. Uh, it's a six o'clock start. They're going to play the. They're welcoming the Orlando Magic, who are nineteen and twelve this season from the Eastern Conference. And you know, you would think the Magic. You look at it and you're like, oh, probably an easier win. But no, this this team's actually pretty good this year. So I think it's going to be a better matchup for the Suns to really test themselves against. And I think the thing is, is really. Getting through three games for me just without injury. If we can get to that, then I'll be more comfortable. <laughs> then we can yeah. – I'm just like, you know, after three games, if Beal stays healthy, then I'm like, okay, now we can, like, really watch this team play because Beal with three games under him, he'll make sure that he's more involved and he'll hit his shots. He can come around picks. He can do what he does. And I think handling the ball more, uh, taking that off a of book. But heading into the next game, I just think that the way the Suns ended tonight's game, it was, it was kind of sloppy, right? So my thing is like, do they? Do you think they need that point guard to really end these? I know it was it was the Hornets and they're shooting like crazy and you know the Suns probably just kind of lost some steam. They're like, we're gonna win this game anyways. It, yeah. But it, games yeah. like this, does it scare you still a little bit? Do they need that get guy like a Chris Paul esque to like kind of manage thing and ends games the way they're supposed to be ended? 
I, you know, I, I, I started uh, trying to start a campaign, much like my Patrick Ewing for head coach that uh, ended up going nowhere um, in the offseason. But uh, <laughs> I started my uh, you know, online petition um, that uh, that the Suns take a look at John Wall, Bradley Beal's old running mate. Uh, as somebody that, you know, he's looking for another shot um, and, uh, you know, maybe he could be somebody to run the point a little bit. Um, I think I think we will see something at the trade deadline eventually, some sort of additional maybe interior, you know, well, I guess, I mean, of course they're going to be looking, right? It's They're going to look at the exact same thing all of us Suns fans, you know, are saying, talking about. Do we need somebody to run point more traditionally and do we need somebody – that's a better fit at the four uh, or a backup five. And so uh, I do think they'll look at that. I saw somebody in the chat say, Hey, we should package you to KBD and, and um, Eubanks. We're not going to get much for that three and a half million dollar uh, combination. No. So uh, it, it's, it's not going to be that Suns fans. If anything uh, it's, it's, if, is there a team out there that wants to still believe in Nasir little going to be something more than he's currently shown. Um, I don't think we're going to be shopping Grayson Allen, uh, right now, unless there's one unbelievable trade, and honestly, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna sh- ship him to a comp- uh, contending team, and uh, and you know, non-contending teams probably aren't gonna try and trade for him. So I, I think you're gonna be looking at you know a Nasir Little, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, it, it, it's. It, I don't think at this point, I don't think we're gonna be shopping Nurik either because there's just we're probably not gonna get anyone for it. So, uh, you know, if you want to put bull bull with somebody to add another, you know, two million dollars uh, under a salary, go right ahead. So, package him with Nazi to see if there's something out there. Uh, I think any type of improvements just gonna be had on the free agency list right now or in the buyout market later. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, good couple games right now. But it, let's be honest. It was not that long ago that the Mavericks really had us upset on Christmas. So it's it's uh, we're, we're starting yeah. to trend up. Let's just keep pushing, keep fighting through. Um, you're right. I think Magic's, Magic would be a tough game. Uh, they're almost a 500 ball club, uh, similar to the Rockets. And that was a quality win. You got to beat the 500 teams. You got to beat the below 500 teams like the Hornets um, and figure out the you know how to beat the better teams as you go. Uh, it's okay to lose to a, a hot team and, you know, a dominant team right now. You can't lose games to yeah. teams like the Hornets um, and, you know, uh, and the Wizards who we beat a couple weeks ago too. So uh, it's good win tonight for sure. Uh, but, yeah, Scary Terry. I mean, you asked me if I was a little scared yeah. with what we were seeing. Scary Terry Rozier, 42 points, 14 of 22, 8 from 12 from 3. Yeah, I understand that yeah. the game seemed well in hand, and I think it was. Uh Man, I tell you what, Terry Rozier would be a fun guy to have on the Suns. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, fuck, man. I think I kind of wanted him a couple of years ago, but the thing from Rozier that you really see and you kind of see, you kind of saw in the past where these guards come in, they're just unstoppable, right? They really outshine the Suns. They outshine Book. Like when Book's going head to head with these guys, I'm not saying that Rozier's going to be an All NBA player, but he just seems to like always get outshined. Like you think, oh, this is Book's game is going to close it out, and then Rozier comes in here, forty-two points. Um, but I mean, I think right now, I know I mentioned the trades or whoever else you might think to bring in here, but right now it's just like focusing on this team and what we have and seeing how it goes. Because we were excited about them, and we got to see it go through, uh, stay, stay straight, make sure no one gets injured. Um, but let's do the jam star, and then we'll probably get out of here because they're closing everything up. 
I was going to say, it sounds like here. you're at a gym and somebody keeps dropping the weights yeah, behind you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're folding everything up. I'm going to get folded into the stadium pretty soon. So let's do jam start. Jam star of the game. All right, my jam star tonight. I'm just going to go first before anybody else because I'm selfish. Um, I'm going to give it to Nurk, man. He was just insane tonight. I think the energy he brought – He's my favorite player. Just everything he does on the court, it's just fun. He just pick a, he picked a fight with the Richardson too, and a Richards, and it was fun because you kind of knew that was going to happen because those two were kind of going at it all night, and that's what's so awesome. Is Nurk is just a badass dude. He's gonna pick fights with everybody, stand up for this team. He sends out a tweet about Bradley Beal coming back before anybody knew. He says BB Suns on fire. And everyone's like, oh, he's playing tonight. So Nurk broke the news. He's all for this team. He backs everybody up. He talked about Kevin Durant being a great you teammate. The, the Vegas lines. Yes, please do. He was leaking it before Vegas knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to follow that dude, anyways, because he will he'll pick fights for his teammates and he'll defend them all the time. So I got him tonight. Um, who do you got, man? Who uh, you, you know? I'll just got I got to compliment Nurk again. I mean, he is. It's it's. He has the edge that we always wanted Aiton to have. Aiton is such yes. a nice guy. He, he's a downright adorable. We wanted to cheer for him because it was like cheering for a friend. He, you know, he's fun on interviews, the whole thing. But like somebody would, you know, hip check him or throw an elbow, and he would just kind of, "What are you doing?" And uh, you know, sometimes he get mad, but not much. Nurk looks like he's like you. If you look at him wrong, he's going to end your family. And so uh, I think that kind of intimidation in the paint, and he can actually back it up both offensively and defensively. Yeah. It's just it's it's just so much fun to see. Uh, my jam star of the game, I'm going to give it to the Hobbit. Uh, you know, he's on the quest of Mordor. Uh, he's he wants the ring, uh, uh, and and we'll see. Maybe he'll get to keep it in the end, instead of throwing it in the fire. But Eric Gordon, man. Seven of 12 from three, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it wasn't a perfect game, but it, it's a little bit more, you know, for me, uh, uh, one heck of a week of just kind of, uh, you know, he let something fly in the press. He wanted to be featured more and he's done nothing but back it up as this is the sixth man that we really wanted to have. And hey, coming off the bench tonight, seven of 12 from three, electric. Yeah, he's been amazing. Him and Grayson Allen, they're just nonstop. Uh, David Ray does give it to Booker, Metal Mike. Uh, I don't know what that says. Uh, John Trant says, uh <laughs> Champ Star for actually jamming it. Totally true. RJ Monroe, I'm going to give it to, he's going to give it to Champ uh, Star, Purple Headband. Jacob, Book, Lazy Sasquatch, Booker. Uh, let's see. RJ Monroe says, no, actually, but actually it's a book and it's a picture of a book, but he's going to give it to Book. <laughs> And it's a picture of every, yeah. Sometimes they're so bringing you guys also have more. the audio format. Yeah, yeah. For those that can't see, there is a book in the. There, <laughs> there is uh, David Ray D book. Uh, Jacob did mention more about Nurk. Let's see, uh, John Tran Frodo. Yes, of course. That's let's see, Laser Show book. And yeah, so I think if you have any other thoughts um, on the game, go ahead and proceed. Otherwise. I'm probably going to skedaddle. Anything else from you, Jake? Where, where uh, you know, find you, it, your podcast? Yeah, I All think we kind stuff. of covered just about everyone. Uh, the only thing I'd mention, uh, Chimezi Metu, 9.7 rebounds in 19 minutes. Solid game off the bench. Um, 
let's get some more of this Metu moving forward. That that's, that's you know a very solid stat line, nine and seven. Yes. Um, and he was getting aggressive in the paint. He hit a three as well. Um, so yeah, I like this uh, version of Metu, and I hope we can get more of that. Um, if you want to hear a little bit more about how the whole rest of the uh, week has gone so far, you can check me out in less than twelve hours on Suns Planet Pod. Uh, as uh, I'll join my co-host from around the world. And actually next week, I think we go to Uruguay where there's also apparently Suns podcasters. Uh, we, we just finished up with Spain last weekend and talked about a very Spanish uh, Christmas and uh, the Suns fandom in Spain as well. So, uh, But this week we'll be covering the, uh, the Mavericks, the Hornets game and the Rockets game before we talk a little bit about New Year's Eve. So check me awesome. out in 12 hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> always a fun pod um all jamsters out there um thanks for joining again like subscribe all that good stuff and oh, we, will we didn't talk about wait. favorite always sunny in philadelphia episodes oh you know what it's so funny because i was watching and i almost broke out the pen and paper to write down my top 10 so <laughs> my favorite ep- i'll give you my favorite episode it's um I forget what it's called. I think oh the group dates one where the the gang group dates. I think it's in season ten episode two, um, oh, where they do the group like, dating. Yes, yes, yeah. I watched that one the most out of every episode. I love that. Is one. that where uh, Dennis is a five star man and he cannot become a five star man ends up becoming a zero star man. Uh, yes. But yeah, what's your favorite? You know, there's so many, and I can't think of them all right now. Uh, but the one that when you brought it up on the last episode was the first one that popped in my head. And I think it's called just being Frank, but it's the whole episode is shot yeah. from Dan DeVito characters, like like what he sees on a daily basis, the Frank Reynolds experience. Yeah. Uh, and so that probably is uh, the, the first one that popped in my head. Here's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one too. Um, I think I've seen that one a few times, not too many, but um, that's later towards, I think, season 11 or 12. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah it's it's later. Better. On. Yeah. Uh, there's so many good episodes. I mean, I, I'm almost oh, better insane. at naming like the ones I skip, which are few and far between. But like, there's a few that I've seen a couple times. I'm like, I don't need to watch that one again. And then otherwise, I just let them play. Oh, dude, I I've seen every episode like a hundred times. Uh, that's my favorite show. It's the only thing I ever watch. Uh, Jersey Bama Shore, though, or whatever. Uh, what is it called? Florida Bama Shore. Jersey Bama. I'm I'm into that right now. So, anyways, I don't know why no one wants to hear this shit. But um, <laughs> anything else though before I take off? Before we take off? No, that's uh, I guess uh, happy New Year because I won't be there with you guys on New Year's. But uh, happy uh, early yeah. New Year's to everyone. Yeah, happy New Year's, everybody. We will be live New Year's Eve. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be John and I. Um, you guys gonna do happens. champagne? You're gonna have the 2024 hats on and the yeah, champagne the- campaign. Yep. 2024 we're gonna have um, champagne campaign no, campaign's not yeah. with us anymore though no <laughs> yeah. yeah but we'll, we'll be here live after the game it'll be around 8 30 arizona time until then everyone go home and love your family love you.